Following the October military takeover that ended Sudan's civilian-led government, the United Nations Integrated Transition Assistance Mission in Sudan started a process earlier this year to break a political impasse between different military and civilian actors on how to move the country forward and restore its transition to democracy. The African Union and IGAD joined the process later. UNITAM's chief, Volker Perth, held hundreds of consultations with political parties, civil society, resistance committees, traditional leaders and others to gather opinions and input on the path forward. Cameron Hudson is a fellow at the Atlantic Council's Africa Center and a longtime expert on Sudan. As the process entered its second phase, which involves dialogue with various parties on solutions in their positions, the U.S. Department of State praised the effort on May 9th as being inclusive and called for the release of all political detainees, the lifting of the state of emergency imposed by coup leaders, and urged civilian and military actors to participate in the process to achieve a framework for democratic transition. Hudson says despite the international accolade, the process does not seem to enjoy sufficient support at home. Following the coup, the U.S. cut off $700 million worth of aid to Sudan. The World Bank also halted a process of debt relief to Sudan worth nearly $60 billion U.S. dollars. Hudson says cutting off assistance to Sudan and freezing the debt relief process is not enough to pressure the military into relinquishing power. He says the U.S. must go after the military's core interests by targeting their corporations and businesses and target its leaders with sanctions. Hudson says absent measures that force the military to reconsider their position, the process will not restore genuine civilian-led democratic rule in Sudan. Last week, the U.S. Senate passed bipartisan legislation condemning the military coup and calling on the Secretary of State to immediately identify coup leaders, their accomplices and enablers for consideration of targeted sanctions. Sudanese analyst and associate professor at Long Island University, Bakri Al-Madani, says the tripartite process appears to be a quick fix that cannot achieve a lasting solution to Sudan's political crisis. He says for the process to work, it must address structural issues of governance in Sudan, such as military-civilian relations and the dominant role of the military in power and economy. Madani says the solution should also involve security sector reforms and forming one army with a unified command in Sudan. He says without addressing these substantive issues of governance, the UN-led process will be no different from previous dialogues and agreements that failed to resolve problems in Sudan. Madani says no one has a clue about what is happening with the political process in Sudan right now. Sharp differences between civilian and military actors in Sudan have prevented face-to-face talks from taking place. The second round of the tripartite process began last weekend with indirect talks. For VOA News, I'm Nabil Biagio in Washington.